You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 267. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm your host, Christina Cantors. I help professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more about our training programs at thecmethod.com. Now, today we're exploring what it takes to develop natural, that's in quote marks, natural communication skills. Now, I have had some people say to me, Oh, Christina, you're such a natural on stage. You're such a natural podcaster. And I find this really interesting because I don't consider myself to be a natural at either of those things. But what I've done is I've worked really hard on the skills required to get to where I am. And I want you to think about this. Have you ever seen someone, let's say speak, or you've seen someone at work or your CEO and you thought to yourself, oh, I could never do that. I'm just not naturally blank. Fill in the blank. Maybe you think that's just not me. I'm not naturally very smiley person or I'm just naturally introverted or I'm just not good at small talk. Or have you ever had someone say to you, you know, you need to come across as maybe a bit more friendly, maybe uncross your arms. And you've said, well, I just naturally cross my arms. This is just how I am. Well, in this episode, I want to, it's my goal to help you to understand that these skills that you maybe naturally have or naturally don't have, you can actually change them and you can build those skills and you can reach the point where these skills come to you naturally. So you can, in fact, become a great leader, a great speaker, a great communicator, and be authentic and natural about it without being someone else. Okay, so you can still be you. So my goal for you for this episode is for you to walk away feeling inspired and excited to expand your toolbox of skills. And to explain this, I want to share with you an experience I've been going through at the moment. So Aaron and I moved into our new home. We bought an apartment in Melbourne in January, and we've been working on doing some DIY projects, right? We've been doing some painting, fixing up some things that need fixing. And being a new home, which we've never done before, we went out to the hardware store and we got ourselves a toolbox. And we bought all the basic tools that we needed, such as a measuring tape, a hammer, screwdrivers, etc., etc. And we use these to do these little repairs around the house. But as we started to take on new projects and do different jobs, we found that we needed different tools for each job. And now I realize why people end up going to Bunnings, which is the massive hardware store chain here in Australia for my non-Aussie friends. We end up going to Bunnings every single weekend and now I understand why. Because you need a separate tool for each individual job. So you need a special drill bit just for concrete. We were drilling a wardrobe into the the wall and we needed an extra long drill bit and an extra long screw just to fix this specific thing to the wall. We need a different drill bit for tiles. We need a specific paintbrush for corners and another type of paintbrush for enamel paint. And it... (laughs) It's, it's kind of ridiculous. And what we've found is that our toolbox just keeps expanding and expanding and expanding. And you may have found this. If you're doing DIY stuff, 
If you go, okay, I want to mount that shelf to the wall or I want to build this thing, you realize, oh, I need a specific tool to get that job done. So what do you do? You go to the hardware store and you buy the tool, right? You expand your toolbox. You wouldn't go, oh, well, we don't have the tools for that, so I'm just not going to do it, right? If that job is important enough to you, you will somehow source that tool even if you borrow it from someone, but you'll make it happen, right? Now, in much the same way, we all have a specific set of tools or skills that we have as humans, as leaders. And whenever I I say a special set of skills, it reminds me of that quote from um, Liam Neeson, the line from Liam Neeson in the movie Taken. And I'm not going to do his accent, but he says, if you are looking for ransom, I can tell you, I don't have money, but what I do have are a very particular set of skills, skills I have acquired over a very long career, skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Got to love Liam Neeson and he can make any line in a movie sound great. So we all have a special set of skills. So I want you to think about what you've got. You might be able to, maybe you're a great listener. Maybe you're very detail focused. Maybe you're very friendly Maybe you deliver work on time or you're great at researching or you have brilliant writing skills. So we all are aware. We tend to be aware of what our toolbox of skills are. We know what we're good at. But what happens when we encounter a situation or an opportunity where new skills are required? What do we do? Do we say, oh, I'm going to go out and, and acquire that skill? Some people do. But most of the time we say, oh, I can't do that. I'm not naturally good at that. And we stick within our little comfort bubble. So let's say an opportunity to present to the company comes up. We say, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to present. I don't know how to tell a great story. And we box ourselves in and we hold ourselves back from taking on this new opportunity because we don't have the right tool for the job. Now, why do we do this? It's because it's because venturing outside of our comfort zone is scary. When you want to acquire a new skill or a new tool, it's not easy. It takes work. It's uncomfortable. And our brains try to, well, they try to make us avoid anything that we can't control or that's uncertain. And if you want more on that, listen to my episode 265 on how to build your tolerance for uncertainty. Now, normally on this podcast, when I talk about getting out of your comfort zone, it's usually to do with something fairly major, like going for a new opportunity or putting your hand up to speak, going to a networking event, applying for a promotion, you know, all these sort of big things that that push us out of our comfort zone. But it equally applies to these daily habitual skills that form your overall communication and leadership style. So I want you to think about your current skill set as habits. And when we define a habit, well, habitual means formed or acquired by continual use, done by habit or fixed as a habit. Um, Another definition is being or doing a certain thing by habit, steady, such as a habitual smoker. So a lot of the things that we do naturally, and you might say, oh, I naturally do this, I naturally 
speak fast or I naturally clench my hands when I speak or I naturally sway from side to side. These are habits that you've acquired by doing it over and over again. And so what I'm, what I'm exploring here and what I want to um, suggest is that you can shift these habits. They are not who you are. The fact that you naturally speak fast, that is not who you are. You can shift the way you speak. You can change this new habit. So it does require getting out of your comfort zone. And I experienced this last week. I attended a training session by Louise Marler, who was an amazing uh, leadership coach. And I learned a whole new set of skills around gesturing. So what do we do with our hands when we speak? So one thing I learned was, If you're talking about the future, so if you're saying, you know, in the future, we're going to be doing this, you use your hand and you draw your hand up to the right and forward as if you're reaching out. And then if you're talking about the past, you use your left hand and you gesture backwards and to the left. But you've got to do this at the same time as, you know, sharing your content and looking at the audience and doing all those other things. And I was practicing this and did it feel unnatural? Of course. Did it feel weird? You bet. But if that's a skill that I decide I want to add to my toolbox, I need to embrace the discomfort and practice it until it feels natural. So that is key. It is going to feel unnatural at the start, but the more you practice, it then becomes a habit and it becomes part of your your toolbox of skills. Another example, my amazing sister, Zay, who you may have heard on the podcast before, I interviewed them in episode 150, which is my personal favorite episode, by the way. So Zay goes by the pronouns they, them. And Zay told us that this was their preferred pronoun a few years ago. Now, I had been in the habit of referring to my sister as she, her, right? This is my sister. She, this, she, that. It's her thing, her thing. I'd been doing this for 30 years. 30 years. It's a 30-year habit. Now, I had to practice when they said, you know what, I really want want to be referred to as they, them. This is is who I am. This is how I identify. I had to start practicing this new language. It wasn't an option. And of course, it felt weird at the start when you're not, I wasn't used to saying they, them, but I've had to practice it over and over again. And I've spoken to people who say, you know, I really struggle with with saying they, them. I just can't do it. And I say, it's not that you can't do it. Like, really, if I ask you to say they, them, you can li- you can literally say they, them. It's not like you physically can't say it. You're just not willing to get out of your comfort zone and to do something different. So something as simple as language in this context is a new skill, a new habit that requires you to get out of your comfort zone to practice. So maybe as you've been listening to this, you've been thinking about what are some of the habits that you've developed that you may like to shift and maybe what's a new type of skill you would like to learn to become natural. So I've got three things for you here that you can do. So number one is to think of a new skill that you want to add to your toolbox and be really specific here. Don't just say, I want to get better at public speaking, or I want to facilitate meetings better, or I want to be a great leader for my team. Make it really specific. Like, I want to slow down when I speak, 
or I want to be more attentive when I'm listening. It could be removing filler words, stop uh, not saying sorry for everything, saying no more often. Maybe it's standing with your legs uncrossed or using a downward inflection instead of an upward inflection. That's a that's a lifelong habit that can be quite tricky to to shift, but it's totally possible. Trust me, I've done it. For me, I have been practicing the skill of using non-gendered language. When I address a group, for example, instead of saying hi guys or hey ladies, I'll say hi everyone or hi friends because that that's something that I've become more aware of and it's a new skill that I want to develop. So the next thing, step two, is to be willing to get uncomfortable as you learn this new skill. Know that it will feel weird and that's okay. It's a good thing. It shows that you are stretching yourself. So just accept that it's not going to be easy at the start, but be willing to feel this discomfort. In episode 158 of this podcast, I, I go deep into why you should feel the fear and do it anyway. So some really good lessons on fear. So I highly recommend you check that out. And then step three is to practice, practice practice. And I highly recommend that you focus on one thing. So when it comes to, let's say, let's take public speaking for an example. There are so many skills required to be an effective speaker. You got to think about the message you're sharing. You got to think about your nonverbals, how you're engaging with your audience, what mindset you're in. So many things. But I would suggest picking one thing, pick one thing and then just practice that one thing over and over and over until it becomes part of who you are. It becomes part of your new habits. And if you can't do this by yourself, then find someone who you can practice with. In our membership program, the C-Method Academy, I run monthly webinars where members have the opportunity to practice these new skills in a supportive environment. And what we do is I'll give the members an exercise and we'll repeat it over and over again. So I'll ask a question. Let's say we're focusing on removing filler words. I'll say, okay, you're each going to speak for 30 seconds and your one thing is to focus on pausing instead of saying um or ah. And we'll repeat that over and over again. We'll practice using effective body language. So this is these new skills, it's important to know that it's not going to just happen naturally. If you don't practice, they don't just come up. They don't just, they don't just happen. It requires, if it's not a, if it's not a habit for you already, and you're trying to break an old habit, it is going to take effort. It is going to take time. But the important thing to know is that you can develop these skills. You can develop them, whether it's your communication, whether it's your speaking, whether it's your leadership skills, and you can become natural, quote unquote, at it. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope that you found this at the very least thought provoking. I would really appreciate if you could share this with a friend or a colleague, if you think they would also find it useful and relevant for them. And also if this episode resonated with you, I invite you to connect with me on LinkedIn and send me a message and let me know what you got from it. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today, Rockstar. I'll talk to you next week. 
I'm Christina Canters, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>